The Go Postal podcast does not advocate or encourage the abuse of alcoholic beverages. We remind you to drink responsibly, and if you feel you have a substance abuse problem, we encourage you to seek professional help. Hi, Michael. Hi, Carla. How are you? Oh, man. I've I've had quite a weekend. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've got stories for you. So I had so many plans for this podcast today. I was going to tell you some jokes, maybe talk about some other things. But no, last night takes the cake. How was your weekend? Uh, it was good. I basically just sat around and did nothing. Uh, last weekend was a shit show. I had to work this wine festival uh, since I work for a company that deals heavily in wine. So we went to this wine festival and I drank way too much wine, if that's an actual thing. No, it's not a thing. There is no (laughs) such thing as too much wine. Well, I had a very large amount of wine. I'll put it that way. Okay, Bacchus, chill out there. Which, Which then led me to spend quite an an amount of money on wine which maybe i couldn't afford but i'm enjoying the fruits of my drunken labor right now (laughs) drinking this delicious sparkling rosé from i think it was from italy i don't know well you you said you spent about 85 canadian dollars which is what like 10 american dollars it's like five cents oh there you go it's like it's it's like a loony plus some change, you know. A loony? Yeah, they call uh, their dollar coins loonies because it has a loon on it. I didn't know that. And then they call the two dollar coins a toonie. So literally loony tunes. Yep, loony and a toonie. We went to the bank when we first moved here, and we were like, "Oh, can we get some two dollar coins?" And they were they just looked at us like, "What are you talking about?" We we're like toonies, and they were like, "Oh." <laughs> Okay. by their own name we're like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> can you just walk into the bank and be like i'd like a hundred looney tunes does that, even, <laughs> does that even work no because then they would think they'd be like okay how many loonies do you want and how many toonies do you or want or they just look at you like you're looney tunes pretty much there's a there's a dollar store up the street called looney toonie town <laughs> Yeah, it's Canada is a strange place. It's like a it's like a fairy. Is tale. that the same thing as Dollar General, Looney Tooney Town? They have Dollar General here. It's a completely different thing. Okay, what's Looney Tooney Town? It's just another general dollar oh, store. Okay. Like, you know. All right, all right. But they also have Dollar Tree, but everything is a dollar twenty-five, not a dollar. That's because it's Canadian dollars, which really don't count. Let's yeah. face it. Yeah. So I was listening to our podcast that we just released. So it's very exciting. We've had a great week. Thank you, everybody who has listened so far and reviewed us and rated us and has given us material. Um, I said something kind of shitty about high school teachers. I was like, you know, I heard this from high school teachers, so I don't know if I should really be repeating it. But teachers are amazing. Love you guys. I absolutely believe what you tell me. It was more of a reference to my poor memory. So I wasn't sure if I was remembering the fact that I said about FDR correctly. So shout out to teachers. Love you. Nothing against you. Everything against me and my ridiculously shit memory. So I just had to put that out there. I can't tell you what I can and can't remember from high school. So more power to you. Fair enough. 
All right. So, Michael, I got kind of freaked out last night that I didn't have enough material. <laughs> and you, you know that I haven't been drinking for uh, about five, six weeks. Mm-hmm. Which, when that happens, you lose your tolerance for alcohol. Like, 100% just gone. I was kind of freaked out that we didn't have enough material. So I'm like, right, my roommate has invited me to go out. I'm going to drink a little bit. I'm going to bring postcards. It'll be a lot of fun. So I pre-gamed with a little bit of wine, got to uh, the art show that they were at, and we all decided to go to the lesbian bar here, Lipstick Lounge. Ooh. Right? There was, well, Catherine is my roommate, Catherine, uh, who does our music and gives us a lot of postcards. Thank you, Catherine. Yeah. We love her. Oh, my God. We love Catherine. I love Catherine. She's, we've been day drinking all day today. So we, <laughs> we decided to go to the lesbian bar, Lipstick Lounge, because there's karaoke. And we heard it was pretty epic. Get to Lipstick Lounge. I had I think two shots and a few beers not much like before I could do a bottle of wine several beers several shots I was fine like could handle it uh apparently she put me into a lift about 10 45 11 o'clock now I get home and I have to go to the bathroom so I go to the bathroom and I knock over my makeup bag that was on the back of the toilet onto the floor. Now we had call, or let our landlord know that the toilet was loose. Like it, the valve was kind of leaky and it was unbolted from the floor and just kind of a shitty install job. Shitty. I do not like this setup. <laughs> so I'm picking up my makeup off the floor very drunkenly, but I'm doing it. And I grab onto the tank for leverage to like stand up. I literally pulled the toilet over onto myself. Carla. <laughs> and so there's toilet water all over me and I'm freaking out and I can't like lift it back into place. I don't know what to do. So my roommate, Tony, who's like, what a saint for helping me out. Uh, he comes in, he's like, are you okay? And I'm standing in the corner like a dog with my tail between my legs, freaked out, like not knowing what to do. So he turned off the valve to the water. So it stopped flowing and tilted the toilet upright, called the landlord, who, by the way, was like, you guys need to figure this out. I'm not helping. Um, yeah. Yeah. What a great landlord. Uh, and I just went to bed after that. I'm like, I can't function. So Catherine, who ended up going home like one in the morning, she was home well after me. Uh, she's like, what the fuck is up with the toilet? I'm like, I think I broke it. I'm not really sure. I'm wet and damp and it's not going well for me. So, but the, this toilet was awful. Like if it, it, it used a lot of water it didn't have it didn't flush well we told our landlord it was messed up and the plumber even said it wasn't installed correctly so the moral of the story is carla gets drunk and shit gets fixed around the apartment so they're like right carla we're gonna get you drunk next weekend and you're gonna take an, <laughs> an axe to the washer and dryer so yeah that was my night i got covered in toilet water and broke our toilet and it got reinstalled the next day. It was, I don't know. It was 
it was ridiculous, but I had a good night. I had a lot of fun and I got a lot of material, which is even better. So tonight, um, at 10, 1030 in the evening at my time, I'm going to read you some postcards from my adventures at the lesbian bar. Uh, going back to what you said about Carla getting drunk and shit getting thrown everywhere. I was going to say at least you didn't get shit water thrown all over you by knocking the toilet over because that would have been awful. That would have been the worst. God, if it was a porta potty, could you imagine if I like knocked over a porta potty on myself? That that just no. No. I once went to a music festival <laughs> in Washington. <clears throat> And on the last day, I went to go to the bathroom in this like porta potty urinal thing. It was like three urinals on each side, and this guy was just passed out in the middle. So everyone had to like step over this guy to pee in this plastic trunk. My night last night sounds so ridiculous, and then I compare it to other people's nights like that, and I'm like, you know what? I'm doing great. No one was hurt. I wasn't hurt. I didn't pass out anywhere uncomfortable. I was in my bed by the end of the night, clothed. Like, this is a good night. This is a successful night. We got a new toilet out of it, and we needed it. And properly installed this time, I hope. Me too. I think so. Plumber was pretty legit. He was a nice guy. So, the point of our podcast is reading postcards. Michael, do you want to read a postcard for me? Yes. (gasps) Yay. So this one is from that same architecture party from uh, my husband's program. It is written on just a piece of paper. It says, Dear Kevin, I'm sorry if you thought I called you stuck up. It is not what I meant. You are an upstanding citizen. Congrats, Kathy. Yeah, congrats, Kevin. You are an upstanding citizen. Thank you, Kevin, for being an upstanding citizen. But also... We need upstanding citizens. If you call someone stuck up, how how else can you take that other than I'm stuck up? That's a good question. Okay, so speaking of upstanding citizens, continuation from last night, my Lyft driver literally made sure I made it in the house okay. Well, that's and like when I dropped my purse and spilled everything he like helped me put it back in and put it on the couch made sure my glasses were on the shelf I mean like how sweet is that so I texted him today and I thanked him personally for taking care of my drunk ass last night but it does renew my faith in humanity for sure that's nice so thank you was this Kathy Kathy wrote it yes thank you Kathy for appreciating Kevin as an upstanding... Why is he an upstanding citizen, though? That's what I want to know. I want to know that, too. Maybe he did the same thing. Maybe he <sighs> took her and put her in her apartment while she was too drunk. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. So many good Kevins. All right. Well, Michael, this is from Vancouver. And we did Nashville Boobs, Booze, and Bazaar last week. So I'm going to read you some boobs, booze, and bizarre from Vancouver. And I tell you, I have had so much fun researching this. Um, I'm so excited to hear I, what these are. 
I found some good ones actually. All right, so we'll start with boobs. Um, <laughs> so it's not technically illegal to have sex outdoors in Canada, but it can't be in the presence of other people. Otherwise, you get cited with indecent exposure. Y'all apparently really like going out and having sex in the wilderness. There's a lot of wilderness in Canada, let's be honest. That's true. More wilderness than people, that's for sure. So one of the most uniquely Canadian places to have outdoor sex is where? In a canoe. Oh. (laughs) Believe it or not, 8% of Canadians have had sex in a canoe, according to a survey. How? The logistics <laughs> of that. Like, I would just be terrified the canoe would tip over. Yes, exactly. And then you would both be wet, not just the one. <laughs> hey, what if it's two guys? I mean, well, that's true. That's or two women. Okay, well, I guess that doesn't apply. But regardless, you guys are having sex in canoes, and I am not privy to this. I wonder how many people have had sex. In a Hudson's Bay canoe. That would be the most Canadian thing ever. Hudson's Bay is this huge department store here in Canada. And uh, any Canadian who's listening to this would probably stab me for saying Hudson's Bay. Because it's actually the bay is what they oh. call it. They sell their own fucking canoes. We were in the the Toronto airport coming back from Nashville. And there was a Hudson's Bay. I'm sorry. There was a the bay. The bay uh, like tiny little store and they were selling a fucking canoe who the fuck is gonna buy a canoe at an airport <laughs> well you know just in case you go to the airport you're like shit i forgot to pack my canoe you know usually i forget like deodorant or pajamas or something but i guess canadians forget canoes how else are you gonna have sex <laughs> there you go if that's your thing if that's your thing okay for your booze okay this is a bit more drawn out now here's the thing There is this company there called Forbidden Vancouver. I've been on one of their tours. Really cool. Okay, okay. Have you been on one? I've been on the um, Spirits of Gastown, I think it's called. Oh my gosh. Okay, so go on more tours. They sound awesome. So I pulled this from their website. So thank you, Forbidden Vancouver. Um, When I visit, I will be going on all of your tours. Uh, So we're going to start from the beginning. You guys are a fucking boozy-ass town. Y'all like to get drunk. So during the Great Fire that leveled the town in 1886, uh, many took advantage of the untended bars to help themselves to free booze, as you do. An article appeared on the fire in the New York Times uh, reported that, quote, during the confusion which prevailed, when rowdies and roughs saw that everyone was leaving, they entered the saloons which had been left entirely unprotected and commenced drinking. Many people were seen staggering along the streets with a keg of beer on his shoulder and as many uh, bottles of liquor as he could gather. Men were sitting completely hemmed in by the fire and apparently oblivious to their surroundings drinking liquor. They were, of course, then already intoxicated. Oh. My. God. Do you know what this reminded me of, though? What? It's the meme of the dog sitting at the table drinking a cup of coffee. It's like a cartoon. And he's like, this is fine. And everything is up in flames around him. Like, oh, I yes. <laughs> that's my whole life. I'm just sitting there like, this is fine. This is great. 
I'm, I'm really rocking this and like everything is burning down around me. Seems like an apt metaphor for alcoholism, right? This is true. Who cares if your blood alcohol level is so high that you're just going to spontaneously combust because you're so close to the fire? Do you think that's why people spontaneously combust? No, they spontaneously combust because they hold their farts in <laughs> as per oh, Okay, so you're full of methane and your blood alcohol level is incredibly high, you are just waiting to burst into flames. Okay, so moving on. That's that's actually what North Korea has. They have a whole cachet of people filled with methane and high blood levels. Blood, high <laughs> blood, levels blood alcohol levels. levels are high. Because <laughs> they're human. And not vampires like Trump uh, thinks. <laughs> okay, okay. In 1889, uh, the inebriated crew of the SS Beaver, which was the first steamship on the Pacific, realized they were out of liquor. Okay, They tried to turn around, but crashed at Prospect Point. Uh, they abandoned the wreck and headed to the Sunnyside Hotel by foot. Uh, yeah, so basically... <laughs> They were out of booze. They realized it. Turned around, crashed, and they're like, fuck it. Let's just go get drunk, which is what we were trying to do anyway. It's all that matters. That's dedication. That is proper dedication. Okay, last uh, booze fact. Prohibition in Vancouver began in 1917, uh, which was four years before the USA started theirs. And fun fact, it also only lasted four years. So from 1917 to 1921, uh, Vancouver was a dry place. And then American Prohibition started, and I think they realized they, they could capitalize on this. I have some really weird, bizarre facts for you. Oh, my gosh. Canada has some really strange laws. But for Vancouver specifically, uh, Botox was invented in Vancouver. Huh. Uh, the California roll was invented in Vancouver by chef Hide... Oh, gosh, I'm going to butcher this. Uh, Hidekazu Tojo. I believe that. In Vancouver, it was illegal to sell a stove on a Wednesday within city limits from 1947 to 1986. Jesus, why? I don't know, but I could definitely get into illegal stove sales on Wednesday. <laughs> All right. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. It's, it's legal now <laughs> to sell stoves on Wednesday. Uh, it is illegal to remove a Band-Aid in public in Canada. Oh, I've broken the law. <laughs> Michael, you might be breaking the law with a few of these. All right. It is illegal to pretend to practice witchcraft. So this law says everyone who fraudulently pretends to exercise or to use any kind of witchcraft, sorcery, enchantment, or conjuration is guilty of an offense punishable on summary conviction. I've also broken that law. When I'm waiting for the bus, I just say Accio bus. <laughs> but it doesn't happen. But apparently that's illegal, and I'm going to get deported for that. Yep. <laughs> You're definitely breaking the law. Like, I, that, that, that's just a bizarre one. So, like, you can't just be hanging out with your Ouija board and all your friends, and you don't believe in it. Like, you have to actually believe in that, that, you're, that you're doing this. It's, it's a crime to pretend. But if you actually do it, like, you're fine. Well, then that's the whole thing. It's like the sheep fucker thing. You just have to pretend like you're actually into <laughs> right. it. You're like, I totally made that You have to pretend to not pretend. <laughs> yeah, I totally made that happen with my witchcraft. 
So uh, I'll read you a postcard from last night. This is from my lovely roommate, Catherine. Thank you, Catherine. And she said, I have to sing this first part, so I'll give it my best go. Oh, darling. And she said, cue Beatles sound clip, Michael. She already knows you. All right, here we are. We can't afford that. <laughs> I know, we can't afford the property set. I'll just sing the whole thing myself. It's fine. So here we are at Lipstick Lounge together, Carla. What a time it is to be alive and thriving. Pisces season is upon us. Talk about astrology shit on your next pot. Uh, podcast episode p.s what sign is michael xo xo catherine music notes of course music notes um i am a gemini which we were discussing today and i found actually really surprising because i'm like man michael like i usually don't get along with gemini's and actually i take no stock in uh astrology but me neither it is interesting to think about and talk about and ponder um but yeah you're you're a gemini and i would never pay you as one um i have one from you <gasps> yay from nashville of course okay. uh it was sent around the holidays oh and you dated it once again yes of course like like a like a grandmother, which I love. I love knowing when you wrote this. It's dated twelve twelve seventeen. <clears throat> you say "Hey girl" with three R's and three L's. So it's like girl, <clears throat> girl, and then you started to write something and crossed it out. You say "Watching the Office for the first time, beginning to end." So good. Went on the worst Tinder date the other day. He offered to put me in the trunk of his car. That's an episode of Investigation Discovery waiting to happen. BTW Pam and Jim hashtag relationship goals. My cat Fitz likes laying in front of the mirror. I think he's a narcissist. Maybe a serial killer. Meow. Heart Carla. Shit. Okay, so I wrote you a postcard last night, and it brought up the trunk thing, and I was hoping to talk about it in a later episode. Well, you are ahead of yourself. Oh, I forgot to say what the postcard is. It's so relevant. Oh my god. I I think I have ESP. Continue. Uh, so it's from Nashville. It says Nashville Grammar Chart, and it's basically a tree filled with birds, and you guessed it. Music notes. So, so it says you equals one, y'all equals two, and all y'all equals three or more. That's all right. I've been using y'all all night um, for this podcast, and I'm horrified by it. But, you know, it is what it is. I feel like I use it on purpose here in Canada just to, like, offend, not offend people, but just to, like catch people <laughs> off guard and be like did you just say y'all to me so instead of saying sorry you say y'all yeah. mm -hmm. okay I appreciate sorry y'all okay so I have this postcard from our lovely friend Adrian they are gorgeous and amazing and this is such a heartfelt postcard so thank you Adrian so I show up to this bar tonight and an ex who stalked me online after we broke up is uh is here too 
it's wild how there are people who come into your life and make such a negative impact and yet teach you so many lessons about how to love yourself. As shitty as that time was, I wouldn't be the strong, self-assured person I uh, became. Nice reminder that my haters are my motivators. Dash A. Thank you, Adrian. Like, it's so true, though. Like, people come in and out of our lives, and it seems like the ones who leave, I don't know, more violently or uh, in a more intense way tend to teach us the most. So thank you to all the haters. Thank you and fuck you. It's true. What what would we do without you? All all them haters. What would James Cameron do without the haters, <laughs> i.e. me, to bring that back? Uh, I was going to ask you what what uh, what's on front of the postcard. Oh shit! Sorry. Um, this one says, "Our voices have power. Hear us roar." I think we got these postcards at the lesbian bar last night, which is awesome. Like fuck yeah! Well, and that's such an appropriate postcard for that for that it message. Really I feel well done, Adrian. You you really tailored to the postcard, which I'm sure you didn't mean to, but you did. Um, and it has a snake around it, uh, wrapped around a gemstone. I don't know. It's a pretty cool card. I like it. Yay to women. Yay to lesbian and female power. Um, yeah, totally. And trans power and LGBTQ, all that stuff. Yay. I feel like you can speak on that better than I can. Um, but can I read you something from one of our people last night? It's a, it's a bit extra. I'm I'm also having fun working in Millennial Words to use podcasts. I think I used meta at one point. Uh, so I'm going to use extra tonight. I was so extra last night. But I'm going to go extra on our podcast tonight. This is from Faith, who is the sweetest, nicest girl, woman. And she just turned 21. And she was at the les- the lipstick lesbian bar last night. And she said, hello, someone gave this to me while drunk. I wish you all the happiness and joy you deserve, or happiness and joy you deserve it all. I promise this pain won't last forever. I know it gets better, even though it feels like it won't. Stay strong, Faith. Aww. I have another postcard. It is uh, Southern themed, of course, from Nashville. It says, it's a Southern thang, and it's printed, (laughs) David just groaned. (laughs) (laughs) It's on a a tartan tablecloth. No, 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 Carla. It's on a gingham tablecloth. Oh, gingham, not tartan. Well, I've lived in the UK, tartan, gingham, whatever. Tartan is not the same as gingham, Carla. Sorry, Michael. (laughs) This is like... Dorothy from Wizard of Oz gingham. This is no, that's true. That it, it's it's like proper Southern. Like you're gonna fucking eat some grub ass fried chicken on that tablecloth. Oh my god! Don't say fried chicken in front of me because now I <laughs> David literally <laughs> parked his head up as he said. That's literally what we were talking about last night. Fried chicken when when you guys were visiting, he was like, I could literally eat a whole fried chicken right now. And I (laughs) based on that 
face. I believe it. It's so shitty because there's no good fried chicken places around us. I mean, there's a lot of like Asian fried chicken places around us, but there's no like Southern fried chicken places near us. Bear on David's face just tells me everything. I. It's it's what my soul looks like, just like dejected and completely, completely down. Like Eeyore, my soul is Eeyore when I know that I can't get good fried chicken near me. But you just accept it and you continue on with your life. Like it's okay. I don't need fried chicken. <sighs> it's not okay. But you know what I do? I just go and I eat some other shitty thing for me. And then I go to bed and feel like I'm going to have a heart attack and say, I'm never eating a fried thing ever again. And then the next day I do. Because <laughs> I care about That's myself. That's how I feel about drinking. I'm like, I wake up the next day, I'm like, I'm never going to drink again. And by 4 or 5 p.m., you're like, you know, I feel all right. I think I can handle this again. Yeah. Although I'm pretty sure what happens to me at night is my anxiety and not a heart problem. <laughs> but nonetheless, <laughs> it's I'm my anxiety. Good. It's my anxiety around having a heart attack. <laughs> that makes me feel like I'm about to have a heart attack. <laughs> what if you cause a heart attack to yourself because you're anxious about having a heart attack? I wouldn't put it past my own body to do that to myself. So <laughs> to bring back these awful millennial sayings, that's very meta. So apparently last night, our lovely girl Faith, uh, very new to the drinking scene and the bar scene, she gets a PBR, which I mean, PBR is one of those things. You just keep drinking until it tastes good. Like you don't drink it for the taste, but she's like, can I send this back? And I guess Adrian responded very similarly to the way I would respond, which is, no, you just keep drinking until it tastes good. And she's like, oh, my God. (laughs) Puts her fingers in there. Retweet. Is that a thing that millennials do now? Like, young millennials? They retweet things, like, metaphorically? I don't know. It it, it was very silly. But I just had to I don't even think... I don't even think they're millennials at this point. I think they're the next generation. How old was she? 21. 21. We're millennials, technically, which actually broke my fucking heart. And then I used the words meta and extra. And I realized, oh shit, I might actually be a millennial. We are millennials. Generation Z, or Z, as they say here in Canada. If they're just turning 21, they would be Generation Z. So it would not be a millennial thing. Well, Generation Z blows my mind. Thank you, Generation Z, for (laughs) teaching me things that I would never, ever, ever do. Oh, oh, I never read the postcard. I was just do that. This is the longest episode we've ever recorded. And you should post most of it. I'm so sorry, future me. I'm not uh, sorry. Once again, it's the gingham. <laughs> okay, the gingham postcard. Gingham postcard not that says it's, it's not a fucking Scottish. Thing. It's not kilts. It's gingham. It's gingham. It's the most American 
tablecloth you could ever think of. Uh, it says on the back, rock and roll, brother. Keep it happening, my brother. Yahtzee. That's it. That was from the karaoke bar, uh, <laughs> Santa's in Nashville, uh, where everyone was pretty hammered. So I have some drunk texts from your husband about Yahtzee. And I will read them on the next podcast if you tell me. Remind me. Okay. I I will try to remind you. There was something about shots out of a velvet cup. So there's Mm. that. Yes. It was good. (laughs) And I was pretty hammered myself. So the exchange was, was glorious. All right. Well, okay. Here's the deal, people. I don't need to be going out and breaking toilets just to get material for my show. So fucking write us, please. Um, You can find us at PO Box 198514, Nashville, Tennessee, 37219. Address it to Going Postal Podcast. You can also find us at gopostalpodcast at gmail.com. So please write us, please, 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 please. Honestly, we'll take anything. Anything. We will take a napkin that you put a postcard stamp on. Yeah, we'll we'll take a napkin that you write on and then send us with a photo. Like, actually, that would be amazing. We're we're kind of poorish at this point. We were particular before. We wanted written things. At this point, we'll take anything digital. It's fine. Uh, at, at this point, yeah, just send us anything digital, which you can send us on Facebook. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter at Go Postal Podcast, please write us, send us your shit, like us, rate us, review us on iTunes. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, Michael, we're live on Buzzsprout. We're live on iTunes. We're live on Stitcher. Like, please review us and and rate us because that will get us out to more people, and we just want to make people laugh. And have a good time. But honestly, we just want people to send in their drunk rambling. So this episode, I realized, is going to air right after St. Patrick's Day. Yes. So everyone, send in what you did on St. Patrick's Day. You don't have to be drunk while doing it. Just send it to us. We want to hear all about all about the green beer you drank and all about the leprechauns you kissed and hopefully did not fuck. Like, it sounds like bad luck. So... You know, the Chicago River was dyed green, I'm sure. Did you drink that? Did you fall into that? Did you see it? Anything, please, like, let us know. I hope you didn't drink the Green River in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there are people who did. I'm pretty sure there are too. But either way, if you want to share any sort of story that pops up throughout your hangover that you want to share with us, send it to us. We would be so ecstatic to read it and share it with everyone else on here. You don't have to put your name. If you want to stay anonymous, that is 100% okay with us. Yeah, let us know. Let us know if you want to be anonymous. Don't put your name. Give us a false name. Make up the best name that you can. Make up your best St. Patrick's Day name. Yeah, if you want to be... Patrick O'Flanagan. Patrick O'Flanagan or fucking Marilyn O'Houlihan Tool McBride, then <laughs> you be Marilyn O'Hanigan 
Tool McBride. Is that the name I said? I don't even remember. I, I don't know. Such that a long name. name. I uh, Irish. <laughs> I should know. You got, you got the mix and the O's in there. Oh, oh, that's kind of racist. Sorry. Not to be racist. You got the MCs and the O's in there. We're good. Yeah, whatever. My my blood potato level is basically 90% at all times. So... <laughs> stereotype anyway write us please um michael yes thank you for a great podcast thank you for a great podcast no i love you you. stop it stop at you okay we need to say goodbye all right bye bye bye